0: Welcome to episode two of Pod Awful on the Tundra Take Podcast Network, a podcast covering the happenings of the Afterwork Football League on the Xbox One. On today's episode, I chat with two members of the NFC North Division to kick off the division discussion series. Papa Perry and Cheese will be managing the Bears and Packers, respectively. They are multi year members of the Afterwork Football League, and we'll discuss a little bit of their history how they came to be the teams that they are for the Madden 21 cycle, and of course, allow the two to talk a little trash. Without further ado, let's start the show off with the only way we know how, the GOAT of Madden intro songs,
1: Luda! Man, get out my way and watch out as I come Bustin in your line, cracking helmets in I bring the bang so what you gonna do?
0: Welcome to episode two of Pod Awful, the first in the series of the division discussion. We're kicking it off with the NFC North. As per usual, I'm your host, Justin Jones, aka JFace907. I've brought alongside with me the managers of the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. That's Papa Perry and Cheese, respectively, there. Papa Perry, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, man. Uh, Just happy to be here. Happy to be in the league again. Happy to... Just happy.
0: Just happy. And for those who don't remember what the acronym AWFUL stands for, it's the After Work Football League. It's hosted on Madden on the Xbox One console. Jeez. Like Perry, I've known you forever, over a decade now, or close to a decade it seems like. And through these years, I've told you many times that your vocal cords remind me a lot of a uh, famous, well, Not really famous, but a voice actor from the early 2000s, late 90s, Nick Bakai, better known as Salem the Cat
2: on the Sabrina
0: the Teenage Witch show. How are you doing, my friend?
2: Well, Justin, uh, first and foremost, I'm offended. Um, You didn't refer to me by my proper title, which is King in the North. So rather than make you go through it, I will let this uh, offense go this time. Um, But beyond that, uh, it's a good night. It's nice to know that Perry has already taken the happy-to-be-here attitude that the Bears have shown to the NFC North for the last pretty much four decades outside of a couple of random years. So, uh, yeah, ready to get this show on the road.
0: (laughs) Cheese coming out, shots fired already. But Perry, I mean, you're not really a Bears fan. You just like being... You know, just like the roster, I would imagine. So that doesn't hurt you too much, does it?
1: No, man, I like the roster. I like beating cheese, so I'm like in the perfect place.
0: Ooh, there we go again. All right. Let's get a little bit of background here. Um, Afterwork Football League's been running for quite a few years now. About how long have the two of you been in it? Uh, Perry, I'll start with you.
1: This will be my third full season. I had a couple of short stints beforehand, but uh, I don't really count those because I don't even know if I lasted a full season in those. But uh, first year I was the Redskins, last year I was the Titans, running with El Tractorito Derek Henry for only a couple of seasons, and then I had to let him walk. But now I'm going to go out there with the crash dummy that is Mitch Trubisky. (laughs)
0: Hey, you've you've got the only player. Well, I don't know if I can't remember if if that was broken last year, but the uh, all pro at two different positions on defense there. So you've got you've got yourself some weapons now. Cheese, how long have you uh, been in the afterwork football league?
2: So last year was my first full cycle. Um, I was one of the runner ups in the GM of the year award uh, voting. Um, unfortunately, I was screwed in that voting by another one of our conference members, uh, division members, and uh, I will be looking to rectify that this year. Um, beyond that, though, I had had a couple of uh, shorter stints in the league as well, finished out the two cycles prior to last year. Um, admittedly, I Don't remember what team I was in either of those years. I think I was the Eagles once, maybe. Um, But uh, happy to have my team, uh, the Packers, for this cycle and maybe beyond.
0: So that was my next question, and I was going to have you start off with that, is why exactly the Packers were your landing spot? I'm imagining it's because you are a fan. Now, we do have another fan in the league, um, in Husker. Um, do you guys have some sort of system worked out where you're alternating years where who gets the Packers?
2: I, I think it's more of a unspoken understanding. Um, I, yes, I would obviously love to have the Packers every year, and certainly I know that's not reasonable. Um, that said, I generally also don't like to have the same team twice in a row. So, if honestly, if Husker wants them back next year, if he asks, I know they're going to a good home. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Now, Perry, we kind of gave a little bit of the tease of the roster makeup of the Bears being something that uh, intrigued you. Anything else about the Bears uh, led you to choosing them as your team?
1: Uh, just mainly because I knew uh, – or I – I thought I knew that either cheese or Husker would end up there. I uh, haven't played in a division with really anyone from our small little group. That's all played together for a while. So that intrigued me. Plus the fact that they already run a base three, four defense, which is my favorite defense. And, uh, it's, and it's pretty much a rebuild project on the offense, which I don't really mind because it gives me a chance to concentrate on one side of the ball.
0: Now, what would you say, Perry? Is your main area of improvement that you're gonna to need to address with this team here in the Madden 21 cycle?
1: Realistically, it's quarterback. I mean, it's just that's just that's really the big thing that they're missing. Maybe a number solid number two receiver, but uh, the primary is definitely a quarterback. Whether that's through trade, through the draft, anyway I can, any way I can get it done, I need to get it done.
0: Now, geez, I know you probably wouldn't count this as an area of improvement, but uh, You've got uh, a little bit of a quarterback situation on your hands over there. You've got a surefire Hall of Famer sitting pretty there in the starter seat, but uh, some first-round draft pick guy that you you got to love, right?
2: Yeah, I have to love him, absolutely. Um, Realistically, I uh, can't make up for the failings of the actual ownership and GM um, in drafting Jordan Love. However, uh, you know, that's that's just a hand i dealt. So I'll be looking to kind of navigate those waters as best as I can. Meanwhile, I will uh, definitely be on the lookout for a receiver, be on the lookout for one early. That that is by far an area of need, um, both for the real Packers and for what I like to do with offense. So that that's going to be the first thing I'm looking out for there
0: let's get into what happened or let's start the division discussion rather. And what happened? What was your reaction when you saw the full division reveal and who your running mates would be, who those guys are that you're going to be playing six times a season? Um, Perry, I'll start with you. What was your thoughts when you saw that division get revealed?
1: I thought, wow, this is uh this is going to be a competitive division, very competitive. Uh, RFF. Probably the unquestioned best user in our division, but he's also starting off with the worst team in the division. So uh, the other, this other three, we're going to have a shot to kind of hit him when he's down. Sir Felgar, he's got the unquestionably the best roster in the division. And, Cheese and I are just kind of hanging in the middle a little bit. Uh, he's, got, he's got his woes. I've got mine. Uh, I, I expect it to be very competitive.
2: So I'll just go through it. You know, I was the first one revealed in the division. Um, I was very surprised to see RFF make his way to the Lions. I know there were kind of teases that he may, may not take the Texans this year, but actually seeing his name next to the Lions uh, was, was still jarring to see. Um, I, 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 I kid about him screwing me out of the best GM award, um, but Perry's absolutely right. He uh, he probably is the best user uh, in the league now that Warren's gone. I was surprised by the inclusion of Felgar. Um, I think that when the the cat was let out of the bag and we saw that Big K was coming back, I thought he was a shoe in for the Vikings. Um, but uh, seeing Felgar there, I mean, he and I aren't strangers to each other. We shared the division last year, and uh, he, truthfully, he did get uh, the better out of me most times, and he does probably have the most complete roster out of uh, any of the four of us in the division. Um, and then there's Perry, and I think that's all I have to say about that.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, let's <laughs> go to some self-reflection here. How do you see yourself faring, Cheese, in the 21 cycle? What, uh, what uh, kind of success do you think you're going to have?
2: so I want to sit here and say that I'm going to be the King of the North, which, which I am, but I want to, I want to say that I'm going to be the division winner all seven years, both in sim year and, uh, and, uh, the, the years we play, um, realistically, uh, this is a tough, tough slate. Um, and and anyone who comes out of this division is going to have earned it. Um, I, I really feel that if you, if you're off for one of your games in your division, you're going to lose. Um, you have to play very good football week in and week out um, with with the with the four of us here to uh, to succeed. And I'm really looking forward to the challenge. I'm hopeful that uh, that I can live up to the standard I just set, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see. Any of the four of us, honestly, uh, pull pull it out, uh, especially as we get later on in the
1: cycle after team building takes its effect.
0: Perry, how about you? How do you see yourself faring here in the 21 uh, cycle?
1: I, I see myself doing quite well. Uh, possibly it, it really depends on how quick I can address the quarterback situation. I feel like if I can address it through trade, obviously would be the probably the quickest uh, route to success, but, uh, I've slowly adapted, slowly gotten better each cycle. Uh, First cycle, I I improved my win-loss record every year. Last cycle, I did the same thing and also got to my uh, first playoff game. I ended up losing, so this year I'm hoping to not only win a playoff game, but actually win the division at some point as well.
0: Now this is where I'm going to let you guys take the gloves off here and tell me. Perry, I'll start with you. How big of a threat is that other man in this room here? How big of a he's threat not is he? He's
1: just it, he's like uh it, it's just uh I'm just I'm just going to beat his tail like I always do.
0: Even maybe in the the GM room, I mean, he he is a runner up for GM of the year. Do you I see? Was him as a up threat for there
1: at GM all? of the year as well. I mean, it was kind of easy to it's kind of easy to get into that uh award when you start off with a team that you could just auto draft every year and it's going to improve that that roster so let's let's see let's see what it can do when it's a little more tricky
0: for those who were not with us in the Madden 20s cycle uh cheese had the fortune of being the Miami Dolphins I don't think we actually had put that out there yet so uh like Perry mentioned just an auto drafted roster automatically improves the, the strength of that one
2: I have I have to interrupt here because that was a specific point that was addressed in the speech about my GM of the year award is that year one, I went nine and seven with that crap roster and I didn't get the luxury of, you know, a top five pick that you would expect with a 68 overall or whatever you would uh, class, whatever they were when we started. Um, I I actually had dug myself a, a deeper hole by performing so well in year one. Um, I only had one top five pick all year, and that was coming off of a sim year um, where I got Dakota McKinley, and he ended up being the best wide receiver in the file. So I have to uh, counter that point just because Perry brought it up. Um, as for, if you don't mind, yeah, me now that you're
0: done gloating, here, go ahead and um, take over as about for... the, the threat of Perry.
2: <laughs> yeah, on the threat of Perry, I, you know. Perry and I have known each other for a very long time. We've played each other across multiple leagues. We've played each other in Madden and NCAA and a couple other games as well. Um, And in in getting to know him, I've learned a few things. I've learned that it was my school that ruined his childhood of going to uh, Tuscaloosa and seeing Alabama for the first time. My school is the one that ruined that day for him. In the first time I played him in NCAA, in trifecta in NCAA, back on TSO, I beat him. Last year, in our first game uh, of the cycle, we played two, we split, but in the first game, I beat him and he missed the playoffs by one game. So it seems to me that when the chips are down, I'm the one who wins. And now that we're in a division together where every game is important, history says I'm going to win. Mm. Oof, man. I think
0: uh, cheese just decided to to give us a history lesson there in the um, saga that is cheese V Perry. Now, Perry, do you want to re- provide a rebuttal, um, or are you just going to just let this slide?
1: Uh, he can read his little history book if he wants to. I, uh, he can he can bring it to my ceremony when I claim his little crown of king of the north.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, hey, enough about the two of you. Who is the biggest threat in the NFC North? Or are you just going to just be cocky as all hell and just say you are? Cheese, I'm going to start with you since I just gave an opportunity to gloat.
2: Let's see if you take it. <laughs> Um, I mean, I said my piece about the rest of the division already. It's going to be a battle. Um, dare I say, battle of the bastards to keep with the Game of Thrones theme. The uh, as for the toughest guy in the division, Felgar, he had my number last year. Um, I I won a couple times. Um, I do remember though, at the end of the year, we're saying our, you know, hey, great season, look forward to playing next year not expecting he's going to be in my division next year um he did respond with uh being glad that i didn't have a receiver like dakota mckinley again well now i've got Devonte adams and a desire to draft another one so um that that's going to be a fun battle going throughout and late cycle especially if rff is able to turn the lions around and create a team he is going to be scary um so that that's uh that's really where my focus is again Perry's here too um, he as he said happy to be here
1: so uh more power to him
0: how about your thoughts on this Perry uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with RFF I, I still think he's the toughest one especially considering the recent news of how we're gonna be refunding uh accuracy points and stuff like that I think that'll really play in the, it'll really help him out for for a while he won't have to replace stafford as quick and it'll give him time to pretty much see what's out there while uh you know the first couple of years first couple of seasons in a in a madden file is usually where uh people that are eventually going to need a quarterback go ahead and get one well rff has kind of got a He's got a cushion there that I think he'll take advantage of.
0: Now, that's a that's actually a great uh, thing you bring up there, Barry, regarding the, um, like you said, a, the refunding of attributes in a uh, regressing quarterback. Um, you know, as Madden gamers know, especially those in the uh, connected franchise mode um, realm, that... Regression has been quite and quite a more or less, and I know I try to keep this uh, podcast PG, so I'll censor myself out there. But uh, it's really harsh on older quarterbacks, and you start to see teams making those decisions really close to a quarterback's thirtieth, thirty-first, thirty-second uh, year, or not their literal thirty-second year season, but their their age thirty-two season and that's actually not with our new system that we've got set up here that's probably not going to be the case and the nfc north is a division that features quarterbacks that either are or getting long in the tooth so a great point you bring up there perry and perry i'm going to throw it right back to you because i understand that you have brought a game to the division discussion so oh yes my friend
1: cheese i was thinking the other day you know we've got We've got three, each of us have three rivals in the division, so I figured we'd play a little game of uh, Bang, merry Kill concerning your division rivals. Okay. So. I'll,
2: uh, I'll let you go first. I, I, I appreciate it. So, I, I, I'm going to start with the Bang, and, and I'm going to select uh, our Vikings owner for that. A um, couple reasons. Uh, first and foremost, um, felgar isn't always the chattiest and uh, w- with a one night stand that's something I can appreciate because I don't want to talk to them again either. Um, then but also <laughs> like that that's kind of how I view the Vikings. They are you know they really do either fire onto the scene really strong or they are just completely flat. You know, so kind of got that bang mentality to them. Then uh, moving on to Mary, that, that leaves uh, the Lions or the Bears. And I'm going to select RFF uh, and the Lions here. Uh, again, for a couple of reasons. Um, marriage is a long-term investment. And that's what RFF has here with the Lions. He can't go into Uh, go into the league and expect greatness in year one. No, he's committed to them long-term. And and that's what I would expect um, out of the marriage. Also, he's a great communicator. Um, And and again, communication is key for that long-term relationship. So um, that, that leaves, again, Perry with the Bears. And I think that's just all too fitting because he made a horrible decision in uh, selecting the bears and horrible decisions should not go unpunished so it, it's just it, it fits all the way around um bang the vikings marry the lions kill the bears
0: all right perry what do you got to say that's about messed this bang bang
2: and kill
1: me for picking the bears yeah but at least uh, i'm doing it
2: to your face <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true that's true uh, well, I've, I, it, it was kind of unfair cause I've had, I, I knew of the game, so I've had time to think of it, but, uh, I've, uh, I've got mine. My list is, uh, really, it's really nothing personal against Felger. Uh, but he, he would be my kill just because he don't talk much and I don't really, I don't know much about him. I don't know if he'd be a good bang or someone, hell, he may be un- irresponsible. I may not want to marry him. So, uh, kill Felger. Uh, RFF, he's a guy, you know, he's, uh, he, he seems like he's very responsible. He's very organized. He, he runs this league very well. Uh, he knows how to delegate and stuff like that. Something that you really look for in marriage. So I agree with cheese. Uh, I would marry RFF and then, uh, cheese. I kind of view you like a side chick, man. You, you're, you'd be fun to hang out with, but, in I think you'd put up more of a fight than the other two, and I kind of like that. So you'd be the bank.
2: Ah, uh, four drinks and I'm a dead fish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Perry. There you go. You gotta no stop him at three. <laughs> All right, that was fun. I'm. I may or may not steal that to bring it to the other division discussion. So uh, you um, managers out there of your squads be ready for some bang, merry kill, but uh, let's sign off here for this episode of pot awful. Uh, Give you a chance to give the man across the room from you, a parting message, something to leave them chewing on.
2: So cheese, you started the podcast by offending me, Justin, and you're offending me at the end too. I'm the main event. I'm the main event of this division. I am the main event of this league. I should be going on last, but here I am. So I will just sign off by saying that the King of the North looks forward to graciously giving you all defeats, and uh, hopefully we have a wonderful season without the alpha meter.
0: <laughs> My goodness, he just went full heel on us. So I hope, uh, oh heel Green Ranger or uh, HGR as we know him as. I hope he doesn't uh, mind seeing another uh, heel step on his turf there. But Perry, uh, before before we get man, go back to Perry too, you oh, brought up okay. heel
2: Green Ranger. I would like to point out that I am the one who chased him from this league. So uh I, I feel like I've earned that status.
0: You know, I didn't want to tip my hand too much, but uh, Heel Green Ranger was recently uh, confirmed as booked for the NFC South preview. So, uh, Cheese, you may be hearing a rebuttal come the drop of that episode. Perry, the floor is yours for your parting message.
1: Well, I'm just hopeful that once the season starts, Cheese realizes that the talking stops, which Cheese never stops talking. So. (laughs) That,
2: uh, I, I didn't have to say it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no <laughs> agree yep, he agrees.
1: <laughs> but I hope we have a uh, good season together and whatnot. But uh, I just, it's 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 gonna be bad what happens to you this season, buddy. I hope you're ready for it
0: oh man you know i had in here a parting message to your division foes but uh I think we're gonna end it there because especially with the gauntlet cheese laid down to uh hgr i'm just gonna let that let that one sizzle but uh for pod awful for the afterwork football league this has been your division discussion the second episode of the pod awful podcast for Perry for cheese i was your host Justin Jones aka jface 907. Stay safe, stay home, and if you do go out, wear your mask.